0: Welcome, welcome, welcome Peace, peace My name is Sonny Teray, and you are now listening to the Fire This Time podcast And we are here, episode 9 Back at you again So uh, I'm here with my lovely co-host Akita G, peace to the people And uh, yeah, we're here to rock it out again, man So uh, with Fire This Time, we just gotta say thank you once again to our listeners Everybody supporting our last episode We kind of switched it up, but y'all was really feeling it Got a lot of great feedback. So we hope you enjoyed this one. And uh, I keep going to introduce what we're going to be talking about for episode nine, man.
1: Well, you know, this week, you know, we're going to have a nice conversation about, you know, uh, the current disrespect to the uh, great elder and ancestor Kwame Ture. And um, we're also going to use um, one of his great works to, you know, and articles to pry into a subject that we got going on in the black community right now in in the current. In the current struggle, you know, uh, we can just say uh, the myth of coalition
0: building. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so we, we're going to dig into uh, just the context of coalition building in the uh, you know the modern movement or the modern moment that we in contemporary moment that we in, and uh, we're also going to talk about Black August, most definitely, and uh, talk about the origins of Black August Resistance Month. And uh, where it came from, who started it, what's it meant for, and also what uh, the organization we part of, Malcolm X Grassroots Movement. What we uh, doing this month as far as our political education, and what we trying to, uh, you know, help spread throughout the community. You know what I'm saying? So
1: commemorating gon- our ancestors and political prisoners for sure.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But to start things off, we're gonna begin with the uh, this week's fire segment. Yeah. So uh, for this week's fire. Uh, you know, we're gonna highlight the uh, the actions of our ancestors, and uh, you know, moving in the background at all times. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I keep going and kind of introduce what we, what I'm, what I'm getting at.
2: Well,
1: yeah, you know, uh, you know, the ancestors is always at play. You know, they the fix they the fifth aspect of the family. So you know, and that being the case, we got a little situation that popped off recently with uh our brother Jonathan Isaac, mm. play for the Orlando Magic. Mm. You know. Um, it was a little controversy around them Because uh, all the Lando Magic players Was, uh, you know, kneeling for You know, in, in, in honor of Trayvon Martin and the Black Lives Matter movement And, uh, you know, they all had their Black Lives Matter shirts on And things like that And um, this brother chose to come out
0: Just with his jersey on And he didn't even take a knee Whole team got the Black Lives Matter joints yeah. on Whole
1: team, all the brothers on there Even the white folks Got Black Lives Matter shirts on and he decided That he didn't want To take a knee uh, I'm trying to think Of the reason What they he say Because of uh, Religious reason?
0: Yeah he said Something about Jesus
1: Said something about Jesus Okay Back at that again Well Well just ironic Because that same night He injured that knee
0: Same knee Same knee mm.
1: Ain't that something So that's You know This week's fire Is for the ancestors You know You gotta You, you gotta love Your ancestors and then, you know, that lets you know. You got to get on cold, bro. They hey. pretty much letting you know you ain't on cold.
0: It's a moment where we got to be on cold, you know what I'm saying? With that being said, one of my brothers I know is always on code, sitting here with us. He helps us out with the camera work sometime. My brother Trey is here.
3: Trey, man, what, what's some of your initial reactions to uh, John, Jonathan Isaac, bro? Hey, what's up, what's up, y'all? Let me tell y'all how I feel about that, though, because, you know, being an a athlete and you know what is being said in the locker room Like I'm, I'm pretty sure what all them having in the Black Lives Matter No shirts on They knew what they, the routine was When you got out there And as a team Sometimes you gotta put back how you feel Your religious beliefs To just see what's right It's not all about, all about You as a team So once I seen that And I just found that out So once I seen that All I know is he was being disrespectful to the game not only to the people, he dis- disrespected the game, which always tends to end awkward for for individuals. So that's how I look at that, you know, mm-hmm. being a football player. I, I was taught when I was six, seven, eight to never disrespect the football gods, mm-hmm. you know, and it always will end bad for you. And that's exactly what he did. And I don't wish injury on no one. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> things happen. Exactly. We just just over here
0: recognizing, you know, them omens, you know what I'm saying, the ancestors at work. We just describing what we see, you know what I'm saying? And that brother, you know what I'm saying? He broke, you know, like like, uh, my brother Trey was saying, he broke some... uh, some type of commitment he had with his teammates, yeah. you know what I'm saying, into the game. And since you're supposed to be committed to your teammates, you're the only one looking awkward up there. You didn't stand but, in solidarity with them. Exactly. And in the same sense, you're not standing in solidarity with the black community, you know what I'm saying, Most definitely that, on that you one. come from, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, you, you're not mm-hmm. acting as a team player and getting on cold with the movement as it is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, you know, it looked bad. Like, uh, we know movements in the past, people looked bad. Okay, how would I act in that moment? You know what I'm saying? But you using Jesus, you know what I'm saying, as a a reason to, uh, you know, not stand in solidarity. Jesus was a freedom fighter. And this ain't even saying that uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, we see that as the highest pinnacle of, you know, expression of our politics.
1: But still standing with it shows some form of solidarity with the people. You know what I'm saying? You can't really, you know, um, we we out here, people is out here, they putting their life on the line for this. People is marching every day, you know. There's nothing against, There's nothing against, you know, your stances or anything, but it's nothing that you're saying that really even goes against even that. You know, Jesus would probably be out there with a Black Lives Matter sign. So, um, you know, it, this is it is an example of, you know, we're in a time period right now where, you know, man, the ancestors ain't playing,
0: and uh, you get on cold. I mean, it really speaks, again, to one of the things that we promote about... uh black august resistance and mm-hmm. you know, say so we got to get organized we got to get you know within you know the type of collectives and institutions that really raise up our struggle and our need to struggle and yeah. and, and, and help us struggle right mm-hmm. so if your religion is one that encourages you to be passive you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's a religion that you need to drop or re- at least a religious institution, a pastor, you need to move on from. Yeah,
1: because I'm going to keep it real. When you, you know, as black folks, new Africans, black people in America, African-Americans, I, that ain't even Christianity that we really mostly even used to. You know, I, we normally, I, you know, Jesus inspired our people to free ourselves from slavery. He was an inspiration. Didn't say it had. They did it, but it was the people who freed themselves. Mm. But Jesus was an inspiration, and they Christian religion was an inspiration to form the first banks and um, insurance companies, and you know community led organizations and things of that such nature. So I don't know what you.
0: Yeah, you know, we need you know religious spiritual institutions that can deal honestly with our this political mm-hmm. moment yeah. in the position that we in as black people there you go. and not ignore or try to just spiritualize everything, you know, you know what I'm saying? Or, or just put everything into the divine. Mm-hmm. We dealing with some real world shit here Every on, day. you know, here on earth, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Here on, here on the ground level yeah, and from the grassroots up, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, the brother Jonathan Isaac, I still wish you a speedy recovery cuz the boy can ball from what I'm told. You know what I'm saying? I still wish you a speedy recovery. But uh, you know what I'm saying, let this be a uh, you know, s- s- you know, take some time, step back, re- you know, free yourself up to see the uh mm-hmm. omen in this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, see your, you know? see the ancestors speaking through this moment and let this time be a maybe a moment you can reflect on your solidarity with this with the with the movement where it's at today. You know, we uh, we need everybody on code. That's how we that's how we get out of this. We move as a collective. This ain't no individual ain't ain't no time for individual movement, you know, individual activity. This is a time for collective activity. Got to be moving as a unit. You know, you got
1: to have collective activity because they didn't enslave you as an individual. They
0: enslaved us as a collective. There you go. So uh, with that said, we're going to end this week's fire segment. Take a short break. Come back right at you with uh, a discussion about Black August, its origins. And uh, yeah, wait for it. Hey.
2: Brothers and sisters at a lockdown, lick shots off. They're not in prison because they're criminals. Criminals put them in prison. They're not in, in prison because of illegal acts, they're in prison because of illegal thoughts. And that illegal thought is freedom, is liberation, is social justice, is political justice, is economic justice. That was and is still what they are fighting for. I think that to not support and struggle for the liberation of political prisoners today people who have been in prison 20, 30 years, is the equivalent of not supporting Harriet Tubman, is the equivalent of not supporting Frederick Douglass, because we are victimized by a different type of slavery. But don't forget,
0: it's slavery. All right, all right. So the voice that you just heard was Asada Shakur, Speaking about the importance of showing solidarity to political prisoners and, uh, you know, the importance of uh, really having Black August be a, a month where we're reminded that, uh, you know, this movement, this this move to make uh, August a month where we you know raise up this resistance tradition, you know, really started from. You know, uh, political prisoners, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the fight to free them and support them. So, real quick, Aki, uh, how did you come into? Uh, I guess knowing about Black August. Uh, you know, when, when did you first encounter? You know, uh, you know oh. this is the idea. Um, honestly, probably recently.
1: Um, I've always known about George Jackson and that struggle, but um, I didn't necessarily know that it was an actual holiday. Um, dedicated to them Um, probably in the last maybe maybe six or seven years that's when I really started hearing more about it Um, that's because I started getting more around you know revolutionary black power you know organizations and and fellowships but um I learned this importance and I you know it was very beautiful to get that because it was like you know, everybody, most black people I know, know somebody that's locked down, know somebody that's in prison. And, you know, a lot of times those people that's in those prisons are forgot about, you know, they lock them up and they throw away the key in some cases. And, you know, they literally forgot about. But, um, you know, to to have a, a holiday, especially for our political prisoners, you know, um, that keeps the memory of them alive, you know, History doesn't often talk about those people that sitting behind prison walls um, who fought in the revolution of the 60s. They don't normally talk about them.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded about uh, Chokwe Lumumba's words. He was a founding member of NAPO and uh, Malcolm X Grassroots Movement and the New African People's Organization, an uh, elder within our, within our movement. And uh, what he said about political prisoners, uh, they make up the heart of any revolutionary movement. Mm-hmm. And uh, so again, Black August reminds us of that. It, it really is. I view it the same way. It's one mm-hmm. of our holy days. You yeah. know what I'm saying? One that uh, we, you know, we need, we do need to lift up. Call it a canonized New African holiday, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it needs yeah. to be a time where we recognize the center of our struggle need to be uh you know, free those that are you know behind the most re- repressive cages mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and also raise up other forms of resistance and just you know so I really love what m x g m has been doing most you know what definitely. i'm saying we're gonna get into that, but you know what are some other uh i guess i guess uh responses that you got to some of uh the history that we just we just learned brother i mean um
1: definitely the the fact that we had all those rebellions and uprisings in august, you know mm-hmm. that just to me just make it super sacred. You know, um, And that means a lot of formations And organizers took place in August So it make you think What the hell was going on in August And what was popping off in August That made us do what we do But um, it's most definitely a sacred day a sacred month I should say Sacred days in a sacred month um, You know we had Like I said we got to canonize it You know we got to make that thing Solid and something permanent In the community You know Um a lot of people don't know who George Jackson is, you know, and so us putting that out there, us popularizing this is going to keep this going and make it grow. We got to do a little bit more, but we're going to make it grow because those people are sitting behind those walls right now. And we have to recognize them as political prisoners and prisoners of war and let alone from recognizing them as that it keeps the history alive of that part of the struggle that is often not talked about which is the black power struggle, the black liberation movement, the real BLM, you know, mm-hmm. that 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 part of the struggle isn't talked about much. And um we definitely need to tap
0: into that a little bit more, you know, and actually we might be tapping into that a little bit more later on. Mhm. For sure, for sure. So uh, let's actually go over some of uh, Malcolm X's uh, grassroots movements uh, stuff that we're doing this year just to raise up the history of Black August and, you know, really raise up the need for solidarity with our political prisoners. So um, uh, for Malcolm X's grassroots movement, we'll be having uh, our Liberation School for Black August Resistance. And uh, every Thursday of this month, August, we'll be having different events uh, streaming live on Zoom. And uh, also on Facebook Live, so uh, make sure you follow uh, us. I fire this time uh, uh, pod, but also you can follow uh, Malcolm X Grassroots Movement National or MXGM National on Instagram MXGMCU for our local chapter here in Champaign. And also, uh, yeah, once you follow those, you'll be you'll be well connected. You know what I'm saying? Now
1: my uh, what Freedom Land MXGM.
0: Yeah, org For yeah. the new website as yeah. well So uh, to get connected with all, the, all that's happening And stay connected Make sure you follow, get in tune with that But also, let's just go through these events real quick So uh, August the 6th uh, This first Thursday of the month We'll be having an event called "Carrying On the Legacy: Self Defense for and by Black Women." Mm-hmm. So we'll be looking at the intersection of uh, self defense and you know Black womanhood, Black femininity in the community, and the his and some of the history of that. So uh, uh, also today, uh, you probably won't uh, have a chance to check this out, but you probably maybe you can check out a recording. But today is the Nahanda and Asada. No, I'm sorry, that's tomorrow, right? Today's yeah, to, Monday. Yeah, tomorrow is the Nihonda and Asada. August the fourth, Tuesday, mm-hmm. is the uh Nihanda and Asada uh event on Zoom with uh the Black Women Radicals organization. We mentioned that last episode. Yes. But uh let's keep it going. So that that's this week. Uh next week we got uh Free to Land, the story of the Republican New Africa book talk. That's gonna be uh Thursday, August thirteenth. Uh and uh the time for each of these is eight thirty. Uh, Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, and that's going to be, uh, I believe, 7.30 Central Time. Um, And so, yeah, Free to Land, the story of the uh, Republican New Africa book talk, that's going to be Brother Edward Onasi talking about his uh, recent book that came out uh, called Free to Land. Uh, and it's about, you know, the this uh, New African independence movement. And he's actually going to be interviewed by the author of the uh, article that we just read, Sundiata Chajua, yeah. who is, uh, you know, a heavyweight in, uh, you know, uh, black studies and uh, and uh, on a national level. You know, he, he'll be uh, interviewing Brother Edward Onasi about his first book, Free to Land, and just about, uh, you know, the history of the New African Independence Movement. So uh, the next event is August 20th is going to be uh, it's called it's called Black Cultural Revolution, Tearing Down Neo-Confederate Symbolism. And then the last event, August 27th, is going to be, uh, the topic is International Solidarity. And there's not a uh, a name of that event just yet. But like I said, you can stay connected on the social media, on the websites. Yeah, Aki, you got anything you want to end with? I'm going to be at all of them. I'm going to try to be if I ain't at work.
1: So, you know, I say it's a lot of lineup on there, especially, you know, um, with this Frida Land book. I'm you know, I plan on I've actually got the book in order and I got the book coming in the mail now I Um, I got my copy. I'm ready So, you know, I definitely want to definitely check that out But you know, I suggest people to check out, you know um, All of them, you
0: know, you're gonna get a bit of history and a bit of knowledge and a bit of understanding on all of them Yeah, Yeah, and if you can't make it live, they're gonna be recorded and I believe they're gonna be on the website So you can Mm. you can watch them on our website afterwards that's and, Yeah we'll drop the website again In the description of this episode Got gotcha, you dude. know what I'm saying So Yeah like we said man It's Black August We getting real Well connected out here We about to uh, You know Study Train no, I, Let me pull up the Instagram Right now man Let me pull up the Instagram Right now I'm gonna go to MSGM National Because I seen a dope flyer On there That just laid it out What we need to be focused on Straight and, plans. Hey bro they, they trying to get us right man And I appreciate it Hold on, let me go to my store. I posted on my store already. Maybe MHG in Atlanta. Shout out to homies in Atlanta if y'all listening. We got a chapter in Atlanta that put in a lot of good work. So yeah, th- this is the flyer. It says says uh, we're going, f- uh, this is the-, the suggestions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fast, you know what I'm saying? If you can, no eating or drinking from sun up to sundown. Just as a, as a way to observe uh, those that have came before us and those struggling. If you're not able to do that in a healthy manner, try to avoid uh, unhealthy food. During the day You know what I'm saying Try to avoid Unhealthy media During the day You know what I'm saying So we're gonna try to fast From those, those things That are toxic to us And if you can If you're able to If you're experienced enough Definitely think about Fasting from food Just as you know The next level Most definitely uh, The next one is study Devote time daily To learn of our struggle Train Exercise everyday in physical training And fight the last one is important. Get involved and join an organization working for black liberation. Dude, that should be the discipline all day. That's, that's the whole point, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we about to get, uh, you know, we, we, we about to get ourselves right. Let's take a quick break real quick. And we're going to come back with our, with this chapter and uh, do some readings and, and some, uh, and some uh, discussion to end it off. Free to land. Free land, peace. Yep. All right, y'all. So we got some breaking news just in. Breaking, breaking, breaking. We had our reporter, Trey Lil' Woe, out in the field, you know what I'm saying, doing his investigative journalism piece, you know what I'm saying? He came back with some heat. And uh, what it's looking like is in college football, Pac-12. We got uh, the We Are United, hashtag We Are United campaign popping off. Mm. And it's, look, it's looking like uh, these college athletes, and we know it's going to be mostly our brothers, you know what I'm saying, that we're talking about. Uh, disproportionately, our brothers that we're talking about, they're coming out saying that we're not playing another down. We're not participating in fall training camp. Unless you meet our demands. What's them demands, Aki? Let, let, let's just read through it. Let's just read through This got me pumped up, Aki. You mm. know what I'm saying? Seeing this type of organization. And real quick, we got my brother Trey. He, you know, he just got back from, you know, his field work, investigative journalist. So, I, yeah, say something real quick, Trey. What, 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 what was your initial, you know what I'm saying, response? You know what I'm saying? When you seen the brothers, your, your brothers, because you a college athlete, your brothers in the Pac-12 standing up like this.
3: Man, I think... This is the most important thing that uh an athlete has saw since I've been playing the game because sometimes it just usually be one person, two people standing up. But now that you got a total of like 12 teams, so that's like, and there's more than a hundred people Ooh. on each team. So that's like twelve hundred people standing up and saying they're not gonna play a down. And this this is a big school. These are big schools, this is Arizona. Oregon, USC, Utah, Cal, UCLA, Washington, Stanford. These are really big schools doing that. And Mm. that I feel like everybody should do that because they never going to understand what we go through. They never going to understand the stress on our bodies and they just really collect all the money. You know what I'm saying? We doing all the stress. So this is a perfect opportunity for everybody to step up.
0: So let's get to uh, what their statement says, you know what I'm saying? Then we can kind of pick out what the demands are. So we are, again, hashtag we are united. First, to ensure future generations of college athletes will be treated fairly, we are united. Because NCAA sports exploits college athletes physically, economically, and academically, Mm -hmm. and also disproportionately harms black college athletes, we are united. In rejecting the NCAA's claim that black lives matter while also systemically exploiting black athletes nationwide, we are united. Because we are being asked to play college sports in a pandemic, in a system without enforced health and safety standards, and without transparency about COVID tests and cases on our teams, the risks to ourselves, our families, and our communities, we are united because we have we must have adequate covid testing to help protect our health we are united because we are prohibited from securing representation while being asked to sign documents that serve as liability waivers we are united because we should not be stuck with sports related medical expenses including covid-19 related expenses we are united Because any player who does not feel comfortable playing this season should be free to opt out without losing their scholarship or any eligibility. Mm. We are united. Uh, You on the next one? You on the next screen, Aki? Can you swipe? Yeah, go on. Kick us off, Aki. Okay. I'm lost in here, Aki. Okay, Okay, let let me go and keep going. I was trying to catch you. Because immoral rules would punish us for receiving basic necessities or compensation for the use of our name, image, and likeness. Oh, hold up. Oh, hold up. They coming with it. Hold on. I got to restart that one, Aki. They coming for it. They coming for the system with that one. Hold on. Because immoral rules would punish us for receiving basic necessities or compensation. Listen what they're saying, Aki. I know. For the use of our name, image, and likeness, while many of us and our families are suffering economically from COVID-19 fallout, they don't see these brothers as workers. They don't see these brothers Mm -hmm. as adults and feel humans. You know what I'm saying? They don't think their labor that produces billions should should, should give them the the ability... Come on, bro. Trey, get on this, yeah, you bro. you got to
3: explain that one I'm right explaining there. to y'all what that actually means as being athletes was sitting inside the meeting rooms, what they was telling us. You know, you can't, if somebody come up to you, you had a good game. Somebody come up to you, you can't sign an autograph. Or you can't take no picture with nobody. Nobody can't use your picture if, just say, if somebody want to do something back in their hometown, like I'm from Boynton Beach, I would love, I would love to do something for the the kids i can't even use my name i want to be able to use my name without being getting in trouble and losing a whole year eligibility just because i want to use my name that my family gave me my mom and my dad birthed me with like i don't understand and they put strict rules on us like if you sign this i'm telling if you sign this you will lose all you will lose eligibility you might get kicked out Because I'm playing the game I love, because I'm playing hard and I'm playing good, people noticing me. I can't even sign nothing. Not even trying to make no money. I can't even sign anything, man. That's deep. People gotta understand, like that's slavery. It's a lot. That's slavery. It's a lot of people, families that don't got anything, and these kids out here is working hard. They working hard to get what they get. They they so good at it, but you can't make money to feed your family. And this is what that that this is what we do it for. That's what this all is about. And when they take that privi- privileges away from you. So that I am very very proud of the the Pac-12 for standing up. Everybody needs to do this. And
0: they called it out. They called it exploitation. That's what exploitation. it is. It's exploitation. I you got some. Um, you know, man, this right here is sort of, this is
1: monumental. Monumental. This is monumental. That's right why I here. said I was, it got me pumped up. I was reading through it the last, when you called on me the last time, just trying to get some, yeah, they, act, they, they, they getting it in on this.
0: W- read that next one. You see that next yeah, one? Yeah, I got the next
1: one. Uh, because we should be included in equi- equitable sharing of the revenue of our talent, general, generate especially in the pandemic let me say that again because we should be included in equitably equitably sharing the revenue of our talent of of our talents generate especially in the pandemic so that means you got to pay me Mm -hmm. during this pandemic you got to throw out some 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 change
0: That means we've been hearing For decades Y'all excuses about Oh we're not gonna pay you Cause you're a student You know what I'm saying Da 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 We heard that argument And we're rejecting it mm. We heard your position And we reject it You rely on our labor wow. We gonna it, 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 This calls for a renegotiation You know what I'm saying Of the relationship Between young black college athletes And all college athletes In these elite institutions You know what I'm saying um that ha- that house their sports at this level. There has to be a renegotiation, that's what they're calling for.
1: They talking some revolutionary stuff. The next one. Because unjust rules prevent the 98% of college football and basketball players who won't go pro from capitalizing economically from what would otherwise be the most valuable years of our lives, including many black players from low-income homes. That's definitely right in the Zach right there. Because eliminating lavish salaries and faculty
0: expenditures to preserve all sports must be prioritized. Mm. Coming out that elite culture in these institutions, you know what I'm saying? Mm. The, the, that's what people got to understand. Just because as an academic institution, that don't mean it's no different from any other institution within a white capitalist patriarchal system. These institu- these higher education institutions mimic the greediness you know what I'm saying The individualism You know what I'm saying The elitism Of the rest of the country You know what I'm saying So that's what they're calling out there All these lavish salaries You know Multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars You know building. They're making four, four hundred, 500,000 dollars Millions of dollars
1: Probably building 10, 25 million dollar stadiums Still losing. You know <laughs> Still losing Next one Because the NCAA Has failed us and we are prepared to ensure that our confidence treats us fairly, whether or not it continues its, the NCAA, it's NCAA membership. So in other words, they're telling you, you know what I'm saying? Shoot, we, we might just have to drop out, you know what I'm saying? You know, if we want us to continue their NCAA me- membership, mm-hmm. they're they really going at it. And in forming alliances with college athletes from other conferences to unite with us for change.
0: That's definitely and, what's and, up and right there. Our, and, and right now, we calling all the ancestors to bless that communication, that networking that I know is going down between these college athletes right now. This got to spread to other conferences. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hope it's not just the Pac-12 that's standing on this. Hope so. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's 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 make this thing, you know, go even deeper, even more widespread. You know what I'm saying? Let's not leave the brothers out there. If you're a brother from another conference listening, you know what I'm saying? Go and get in contact. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I ain't going to put no names out there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you look around, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you're going to find out who to contact. You know what I'm saying? Put that energy out there. It's going to be uh, well received by the universe, I think. Most definitely. Um, yeah. And let's just, this last statement right here we are united in our commitment to secure fair treatment for college athletes due to COVID 19 and other serious concerns we will opt out of pac-12 fall camp and gain participation unless our demands are guaranteed in writing by our conference to protect and benefit both scholarship athletes and And walk-ons Yeah We are united So what does that mean What does that mean Trey Tag in with us again bro So when it stresses The importance of doing this For scholarship athletes And walk-ons Explain to the listeners Why that's important And why it's revolutionary
3: Alright basically Scholarship athletes We are basically the ones that You know Get the revenue Get money And don't gotta pay for school You know they pay for everything But walk-on athletes They get it the worst, and I respect every walk-on athlete. I always told them that every walk-on athlete I seen, I respect y'all for doing what y'all do. Seriously, because a lot of people can't do it. They have to pay for school. They have to pay for everything. They have to work three times harder than scholarship athletes. That's why every scholarship athlete cherish and 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 love the the walk-on athletes because without them. It won't be nothing. And they don't get paid for this. They just do this because they love it and they and they want to be out there. So that's the difference between walk-ons and scholarship athletes. And they definitely need to be treated exactly how we are. So that's that, definitely that's what it up. is.
1: That's definitely what's up right there. You
0: know what I'm saying? So once again, man, shout-out to all the Pac-12 college athletes that came together and made this happen, man. We love to see this, you know what I'm saying? You know, definitely uh, looking forward to, you know, watching how y'all struggle, how y'all movement continues to grow and mature. And we hope it don't stop here, you know what I'm saying? Much love to y- uh, y'all struggle, man. Yeah, IQ, you got anything?
1: It, Yeah, man, Just got to spread, man. Because athletes been getting robbed for a long time. They get robbed in college. And in and, and college, I mean, I know from just knowing people, you know, most people in college is broke. They on the Oodles and Noodle diet. <laughs> you know, and so when you're an athlete, I can only I can only imagine that you know you're an athlete, you winning games for your team, and you eating Taco Bell. That shit have pissed yeah, that pissed me off. You know, I'm gonna have some issues with that. So, you know it has been a call for that. I know... uh,
0: I mean, you eating Taco Bell while your coach is a millionaire. Exactly. And the athletic director is a millionaire. His coach is... And and your university has billions in in its endowment. Your university is sitting on billions from how it's ever to spread the revenue out. You know what I'm saying? Mm They're going to try to deny or play some type of money game, try to switch the paperwork up and Mm -hmm. try to deny it. But that revenue is essential to how some of these big... Elite universities operate, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, y'all about to come up off that. And the coaches.
3: Yeah. The coaches, the athletic directors do not do anything. Let me let me say that again. The coaches <laughs> and the athletic directors do not do anything. All they do is talk to other coaches, do the same playbook, same defensive scheme the other coaches do. The players do everything the players make the coach right when he's wrong and that's 95% of the time mm. 95% of the time the coach will be right yeah one two play we got 130 plays 95% of the time the, the the players is the ones that's out there doing it mm. calling it out so man just pay them pay the players yeah that's all spread we, spread it out you know what
0: yeah. i'm saying and and this kind of gets into that core type of uh I guess uh, Question of You know Are we gonna Be uh You know You know Raising up a capitalist Vision of the future Mm -hmm. Or a socialist one You know what I'm saying Is the wealth Is the profits From our labor Gonna be held By the few You know what I'm saying Or Is it gonna be Spread equitably Amongst us all And we're all Then gonna be able to enjoy A good standard of living You know what I'm saying
1: Well to the most man They need to be able to Take care of those um, athletes' basic necessities.
0: The, at the, at know, the bare minimum, you know you what I'm know, saying. That
1: means these they, they they not. First of all, they they shouldn't be they shouldn't be trying to figure out having a place to stay. They should always be able to eat. You know, um, takes a vehicle to live in this way. Like, like yo, you need a you need a, to some extent a monthly
3: salary
1: You know, and. Especially for You know People that's uh, You would say Juniors and seniors They may not live in a the dorm They may live Got their own apartment You know It's a lot of You know It's a lot of expenses That come with that
0: and Why Why do universities Gotta own these brothers Likeness And own these brothers Names Why? You know what I'm saying Like straight is, up That is sort of That is That is very Exploitive yeah, Come up exploitive. off that.
1: That's like child labor laws and shit. Come up
0: off that, bro. That's what
1: I'm <laughs> that's, saying. That's mad exploiter right there.
0: Let these people that don't go to the pref, you know the pro route, you know what I'm saying. Let them be able to benefit from the time they spend in college, giving well, giving you their body.
1: Because body. people don't get this too. <laughs> Come on, body. it's it's a good bit of people that, that 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 didn't go pro, but they are famous off their college years. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they had an NCAA run. They, they, they are it's plenty of people out here that are college stars. They didn't even go pro. But they had hell of a year in college. Some, sometimes some things may have happened or whatever, injuries or whatever, but still he can go up in the place and sign an autograph because a true football fan remembers. A true basketball fan Remembers. You know, what that person did I mean, I remember going to New York in the 90s And Earl Manigold was still living And he could still, he'd be still signing autographs 60-year-olds was coming to him and getting autographs signed Because they seen him play in high school and on the court You know, so, you know Those people should be, man, those athletes should be able to be allowed to make some bread You know, make some bread, make a living... Be able to take care of themselves some of them got kids. Some of them, you know, what I'm saying these ain't these ain't all you know just super young boys. These some of these guys is 20, 21, 22, 23. They seniors. You know they finna graduate. They already progressing in life. You know. So um, pay them. Real simple to play. Pay them. Give them their bread.
0: Mm-hmm. Treat them with the same amount of respect you gonna treat. You know, uh the athletic director, the coach. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. Like they're just as important You know what I'm saying yeah. They're just as much human You know what I'm saying they, And they're putting Their bodies on the line Oh definitely You know what I'm saying So Yeah we We about to uh, You know Flatten all that shit out mm-hmm. Real talk um, Yeah with that being said We're gonna take another break Come back in With another segment Of Fire This Time Peace 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 all right, y'all. We right back in it. Right another, back in it. Another segment of uh, episode nine of the Fire This Time podcast, and uh, we're gonna end things off today talking about the myth of coalition building. And I get this name from uh, the myth of the myths of coalition chapter in uh, Black Power by Kwame Ture and Charles V. Hamilton. It's actually chapter three. I know. Previously, I said Chapter Two. Just excuse that. We just mm-hmm. going not forget that. Yeah. And uh, we. So, uh, but you know, let's just draw back a little bit. I know there's some more recent news uh, with Kwame Ture in the news uh, that Aki is going to kind of overview for us. That kind of kind of drew our attention to this subject somewhat. Yeah. So I keep going and kick it off. You
1: right. know, I, you know, I, I when over John over the weekend and in, in subsequent days of uh, John Lewis's burial, um, you know. Social media was jumping, you know, um, the, the, the podcast and everything was jumping, you know, and, uh, and the first thing they were speaking about was the fact of, you know, of course, I'm in most of the, you know, pro-black or I'm in mostly pro-black, black power social media type thing. So that I'm normally get posts from that. And first thing i seen is they disrespecting our elders. Mm. So you know I started looking And prying into it You know Maybe it's just something You know I knew John Lewis Had just passed And you know I know the history Between John Lewis And Kwame Ture So You know I got to looking Into it more And literally You know It was more of an attack By I would say White liberals mm. You know Um, Those who only want to give the Martin Luther Kingish peaceful understanding of our rebellion. They hear of civil rights, they seem to don't want to talk about black power. And they literally made it seem as if, you know, Kwame Ture, and they really put it John Lewis more they put John Lewis against Kwame Torre when that didn't even they didn't even have that understanding the man spoke at his funeral you know what I'm saying he gave credit to the man as a strong black man he gave credit to him as a fighter you know and as a comrade so that's wasn't John Lewis this was other people's interpretation of what John Lewis was that was about what John Lewis meant to them mm-hmm. and they literally you know deg- you know this they, they pretty much in my opinion devalued the role that Kwame Ture played in the liberation of our people in the civil rights movement in the struggle making it seem as if he was leading us into destruction or failure making it seem as if his method was uh, uh, his method was was not progressive
0: yeah you're right I think that is, you know, the division between Kwame Ture's politics and John Lewis's politics are important. Enough for us To focus on Within our movement But to be used For the agendas Of you know A cracker like Bill Clinton There you go Fuck that Hands off Cracker You know what nah, I'm saying I Straight think up I Joe Biden Was in there too with it Uh yeah <laughs> Oh th- yeah It was Joe Biden Joe Biden both of them Bill, 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 Both, both them. of them I, Look I, if both of them Stand next to each other Whoever it hit nigga You know <laughs> <laughs> You know Collateral damage <laughs> <laughs> But you know uh, Yeah hands off For, for, for for them. They can't do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But for us, you know what I'm saying, John Lewis certainly represents the think about within now the organization that, you know, is kind of uh within all this is SNCC, Student yeah. Nonviolent coordinated Committee. Now, John Lewis within that organization certainly represented the the coalition building wing you know yeah. what I'm saying especially the wing that Kwame Teray in this in this chapter is critiquing Critique. you know what I'm saying While Kwame Tere represented the wing of snick Mm. Uh, and that you know, Bill Clinton, Joe Biden, whoever it was, was criti- was critiquing, yeah, and uh, and you know, kind of, kind of seeing th- that turn toward black power as the de- as a decline, right? Yeah, but it was also that that wing that forced out the white people in SNCC and said, go work in your hey. remember they forced out the white yeah. people in SNCC, so go work in your own communities. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let and, us work in ours.
1: And that's why they're criticizing them because right. they wouldn't if, it, if 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 that wing of SNCC. Would have took on the dominant role, you wouldn't be able to walk and come up into our communities and pull the bullshit that y'all pulled on us when y'all did come into our communities and do that, mm-hmm.
0: you and know? It, you're right, and it, it is important to say that after, you know, that peak of black power, within SNCC even and of course we've seen the growth of the Black Power Movement mm-hmm. of course we do have to admit that the liberals did win out John Lewis and Strand because yeah. of American repression didn't win out so it, it's especially a twist of that knife when yeah. you see them crackers on stage you know what I'm saying saying this about Kwame Ture like, when like you said John Lewis did not respect Kwame Ture he spoke he spoke at Kwame Ture's funeral mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that that shows a solidarity amongst black revolutionaries yeah. and black liberals you
1: gotta respect he see the reality is they got they had two paths that they believed in to take them to black liberation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not here to say which one is right or wrong, you know, but they both believed in two separate paths to take us to black liberation mm-hmm. and even in that, even though they both was on different sides, what they did have was a respect from each other as workers mm-hmm. as fighters. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you disagree, even though I disagree with this dude, I know he down for the cost. hmm I know he gonna take, he, he'll he take it, you know? He'll take an ass whooping. He'll go to jail for the night. You know what I'm saying? I know he'll do that. And that's that mutual respect that they have from struggling together in the movement in the early SNCC days, mm-hmm. you know? So, we have to always remember, they will pit our, in this case, two ancestors now against each other just make them rivals and they'll put people in the in the current moment and have them in conflict that they use these tactics when the Panthers was doing their thing they they separated New York chapter from the LA chapter I mean well, yeah, from I mean, the uh, San Francisco that, chapter not San Francisco Oakland chapter
0: they'll do that to the, the confuse us yeah. and make us You know, not pay the appreciation we should to that black power, black nationalist strand of our history Mm. and our in our movement. They don't want us to know that and remember that. So that's that's how they use John Lewis's uh, and and Kwame Ture's different politics. You know, what I'm saying, you know, like I said, within within our politics, within black politics, we do need to recognize how within SNCC they were rivals. You know what I'm saying? There, yeah. was, there was a rivalry yes. there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, like, John Lewis represented the liberal integrationist strand that was in constant confrontation. Not saying hostile, not, you know what I'm saying, within SNCC. But, it, 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 I mean, the debates within SNCC are recorded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In, in our important part of that history for us to study. It was and, ideological It was ideological
1: warfare. Right, right it, was, right, it was You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, you know, but it was ideological, and you need
0: that. Right. So let, let's actually get into, uh, you know, what Kwame Ture wrote in the myth of uh, the myth of coalition. You want me to pop it off? Or you yeah, it? go ahead and start us. Start us off, bro. OK, the myths of coalition. And I will begin.
1: There's a strongly held view in this in this society that the best indeed, perhaps the only way for black people to win their political and economic rights is by form a coalition with liberal labor Church and other kinds of sympathetic organizers of forces, including the liberal left wing of the Democratic Party. With such allies, they could influence the national legislation and national social patterns. Racism could thus be ended. The school sees black sees the black power movement as basically a separatist and unwilling to enter alliances.
0: But coalitions with whom? And we're skipping around a little bit here. But but coalitions with whom on what terms and for what objectives all too frequently coalitions involving black people have only been at the leadership level dictated by term dictated by terms set by others and for objectives not calculated to bring major improvement to the lives of the black masses. In this chapter, we propose to reexamine some of the
1: assumptions of the coalition school. And to comment on some instances of supposed alliance between black people and other groups. In the process of this treatment, it should become clear that the advocates of black power do not issue coalitions. Rather, we want to establish the grounds on which we feel political coalitions can be viable.
0: The coalitionists proceed on what we can identify as three myths or major fallacies. First, That in the context of present day America, the interests of black people are identical with the interests of certain liberal labor and other reform groups. Those groups accept the legitimacy of the basic values and institutions of the society and fundamentally are not interested in a major reorientation of the society. Media adherence to the current coalition doctrine recognize this, but nevertheless would have black people coalesce with such groups. This The assumption, what is a myth, is this. What is good for America is automatically good for black people. The second myth is the fallacious assumption
1: that a viable coalition could be affected between the, the politically and economically secure and the politically and economically insecure. The third myth assumes that the political coalitions are or can be sustained on a moral friendly sentimental basis by appeals to the conscious We will examine each of these three notions separately
0: So we're going to end our reading of the document there And we're going to uh, also drop a link to the uh, full book uh, in the description of this episode So you can check it out on your own But you know uh, what are some you know I guess reactions that we got to it? First I would just say for myself this emphasis on coalition building amongst the uh, middle class black elites that are given le- given leadership platforms by the white media mm. who have taken control of the media stratosphere since integration so called integration and yeah. the faltering of the black power movement you know mm-hmm. these things are th- these things have historical connections yeah. we lose the ability to control our narrative through integration and, you know, the, um, you know, the lessening, the marginalization of black media. Yeah. And, you know, at that moment, we start seeing our integration into white media, into American media mm-hmm. as some some type of uh, step up or progressive step. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where instead, black power saw progressivism and our self-determination in the building of our own institutions. So these things have a historical connection. So I see in the modern movement too big of an emphasis amongst, you know, that black middle class, black petty bourgeois leadership class that, mm-hmm. you know, as eschew, I, I mean, that that, that I guess, uh, you know, speak a lot of radical aesthetics, you know what I'm saying, but don't really got it when it comes to the content, don't really got it when it comes to the praxis. You know what I'm saying? They you know, they're they're hyper focused on the coalition building instead of the institution building within the black community, forming connections, forming relationships with the black community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and and building out from there. You know, uh that's why Kwame Ture says in this chapter, you know, these coalitions, the coalition of school is too focused on coalitions on the leadership level. Yeah. And that's because we're not economically, politically uh, united enough As a black community To have any Meaningful coalitions and That question too Do you think When he talks about
1: The coalitions it, Does he just refer To black Versus I mean Black and white coalitions Or are he in reference To the black coalitions Even even within the black movement So coalitions With other blacks Within the movement mm, That's a good Yeah Because that Because that, that concept Of coalition building If we even look at SNCC Was carried on by a brother. Mm-hmm. And we can look today and still see the lineage of that idea being carried on by a lot of black folks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, with me that stuck out as in the first myth, he he, he gets at the point when he's speaking of liberals and um, et cetera, when he gets to the point, he says that they normally have the same values as the, the, the actual system, even though they know With the system is, they generally have the same values and uphold the same values and continue to go into those same values. The call of it is really, like you said, it's sort of like a neutralizing of black Mm self-determination. Because in in that process, that school led us to some extent, not necessarily into integration, but deeper into
0: it. I mean, it goes back to what Brother Kwame Ture said, you know what I'm saying? uh he he said that Martin Luther King and uh those like him relied on nonviolent protests to uh change America. And what did he say what did he say was the fallacy there during his speech as a young man? He said it relied on the fallacious assumption mm-hmm. that America has a conscience, that yeah. this country has a conscience. You know, you know what I'm saying? So what so what did John Lewis and others believe, right? Yeah. Uh coming out of uh, you know, the end of the civil rights movement. Uh, through the Black Power movement and, 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 and yeah. after that movement, they yeah. believed in the false promises of America. They yeah. believed in the false idea of this, uh, uh, very slow progressive march toward our eventual freedom that would be handed to us, that wouldn't be seized. There's no need to seize power under a John Lewis coalition school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no need to fight for self-determination because eventually white people are going to treat us right.
1: And let and, and, and me tell you something. That's sort of weird. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing that you say that because it's like when you, we look at even an, even an, from a historical perspective, we don't have no damn reason to believe that America has a conscience.
0: Mm. Talk about it.
1: He, there's no historical working history there on that everything that we generally throw out there as an accomplishment in american history
0: in 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 in, in, in a relation to the race game really fucked us over they killed the greatest i mean if you want to you know kind of identify what a, a great american should be they yeah. killed the greatest one martin luther king yeah. like the, he like, was nonviolent this country killed you know what i'm saying the most
1: peaceful one
0: Bruh. So, I mean, that tell you right there.
1: I mean, but it just makes me think, like, America's betrayed you before. America's betrayed the black community here before many numerous times. They promised many numerous things, you know? And so for that that, 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 that belief in that America has a conscience, that goes a little deeper. It's a little deeper. That goes more into some of the damage that may have that's maybe inflicted on... And I can't really understand for the love of me... Huh, why we still uphold that. Like... You still getting shot in... We, we marching right now in the streets. Against police brutality. We did that shit. And like... But during the Rodney King's ride. I mean... Uh, during the Rodney King situation. We did it... In the 60s and the 70s. We did it in the... Probably in the 50s. We did it in the early 90s. Like... We've been doing this for a minute. Like, it's 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 really like, you know, that. I would say that school, we can't tell the story always from that that school's perspective, mm-hmm. you know, and that that sort totally goes into that that dis
0: that disrespect for the movement in general. And this brings us all the way back around, you know, what I'm saying, just it, we're we're talking about the need to not buy into this declination narrative, that's the idea that the black power strand or movement represented a decline in black politics, right? Mm -hmm. The fight against that, you know, Black August reminds us of the multiple ways of resistance that we've showed, you know what I'm saying? Ranging from a George Jackson you know what I'm saying? To a Queen Mother Moore to an Asada Shakur, you know what I'm saying? To a Malcolm X you know what I'm saying? Uh, These are the forms of resistance, you know what I'm saying? That Black August reminds us of and uh really encourages uh, us to, you know, really think about again. It's about, you know, joining like like that that was uh the, the uh the fight part of yeah. uh the MHGM Atlanta flyer I read earlier. Yeah. It said join an organization fighting for black liberation. Yes. You know what I'm saying? liberation from what? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the question Kwame Ture asked in this chapter. You know what I'm saying, mm. what is the objective of this, of this coalition? There you go. Is this coalition's objective to liberate us, provide us national liberation? Yeah. From our colonial oppression.
1: We figured out what the answer was. We figured out what the answer was.
0: <laughs> we figured out what the answer was.
1: You know, history tells him my man had to get up out the country. You know what <laughs> there I'm saying? You, go. you know, you know that that that's something right there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, um, it's so much deepness in this. You know. Um, I I could even think of even in the second myth, you know, thus they talk about the assumption that you can make, you know, coalitions with the economically and politically. um, What's the word they use? Secure. Yeah, secure between the the politically and economically secure, but then and, and make a relation, a coalition between them and then of the relationship between the economically and politically insecure.
0: Right. And that right there is definitely a myth that still stands today. Right. People ignore that and just want to form their elitist relationships that they call coalition building. But I'm a see Ignoring the black masses in our plight.
1: But it's crazy because that second myth ties back into the first myth of the fact that they still got the values and principles of the system. Mm Mm-hmm. Of the way things is. You know, how do you if 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 the people that are politically and economically secure are trying to literally overturn the system, how does that benefit you who benefits from the system?
0: You know, it's a lot of wisdom in that. Whole lot of wisdom, bro So I really feel like we brought it around, you know what I'm saying, kinda of connected the dots, you know what I'm saying? As far as talking about Black August, what we're supposed to raise up and focus on in terms of our self determination, our fight for liberation, and the discipline, and the type of uh, inspiration that goes that 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 comes from that, and uh, you know what what type of inspirations we should be drawing from that history. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm saying connecting that to the struggle of the college athletes where they're fighting for you know a greater degree of autonomy, self determination. Uh, you know, fighting against the institutions of higher education in this country, you know, to bring it all the way back home, just talking about the myth of coalition building, Mm -hmm. just, you know, drawing back to a a black community uh, point of view and just saying, you know, we need to lock in. And, you know, we don't, white people will never pay us, will never fund, will never hire us to make our communities more politically and economically secure. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That has to be our work that we take on and we sacrifice and we find discipline and, and we form organizations and act within organizations act as, as collectives to complete. Mm-hmm. And that's what Black August is calling us to do. You know what I'm saying? Like before we can form those effective coalitions, which I don't deny are important, but they will always bend to the will of white capitalist patriarchy mm-hmm. or white liberal politics until we are economically and politically secure, and that's our work, our work you know and uh we you know.
1: gotta shoot we gotta you know the 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 focus and the concentration is important, you know, just thinking In the note the black august, you know, I guess to round it all up, you know coalitions are are essential, but they ain't necessary always. You know, you form coalitions when you need to, I would think. Um, but for black people, we have to be we have to rethink what a coalition is. We have to know for sure what we about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and what we stand for and the values and, 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 and the things of that such nature that we stand for and have that already together. That cohesion, that unity already together, then we can make uh, coalitions with other peoples. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's decided and debated democratically within the black community. Too often you see these middle class, petty bourgeois people think they they come up with the greatest ideas they think ever for the black community. Skip over the black community. You know what I'm saying? Jump over it. right to some waiting white liberal hands you know what I'm saying yeah. to form some connection based on what they believe is the idea of the best well that's the th- you know so this ain't calculated with yeah. the with the black masses in mind well that's the lesson in it. you know
1: we got to be weary mm. of um alliances made along the class basis mm-hmm. especially a class that is generally, Upholding the values Of the system mm, You said something right there so You if said a, something right it, there. that's there that, That's a lesson for us In this generation mm-hmm. You know So We won't Okay we making coalitions Out here The coalitions are being ran By these liberals Whether they black or white mm-hmm. Ran by these liberals You know And by being Liberals Liberal Democrats Whatever you want to say Being led by liberals And They're making the the program the actions making the moves and the shot calls for the formations and the, the things of that such nature but it's not in the interest of those the, the, the people that's politically and economically insecure it's, but it's always in the interest of the people that are politically and economically secure it's like a black person voting for Trump normally you hear black people who say they vote for Trump they vote for Trump and they always want to point to the economic side because that's what you trying to get economically right you right bro you know it's you know, it's about understanding, I think, with, you know, us seeing now in this era in time, especially with all these things going on. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, I seen a post and it literally said I seen more black Lives signs in Portland than I seen black people out there. And that means something. You know, you know, when, when that that means a, a whole nother face can be put on your movement. You know. How deep is these coalitions? How is it that everybody think they can come out and march with us? I ain't knocking it, but I'm just saying. Hundred percent, bro. You know, I mean, it, we got to get to a point where we still have a say so in our movement. You know, and make coalitions along the lines of, you know, do the first line. I always would support. And it's probably the hard line We want black liberation Self-determination And reparations There you go And, 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 and if a person Want to go light These days The good test for form It just hit them with that one Do you believe black folks Should get reparations?
0: Including land reparations
1: That means that The land's included When you explain it Say I want land A cash payment You know I want all of that Do you believe in that? And if they don't Support reparations I'm sorry It ain't no other measurement I got to go on you by
0: We ain't even Gotta get into the rest of it We
1: don't gotta get into The rest of it Because like You pretty much said We talking y- about
0: you don't, you don't believe In the redistribution Of, of stolen wealth And stolen there land There you go
1: Like like dog So you mean tell me My people's worked This long period of time And you know That y'all hold me You know There's a sentence Of that Something you and mean the, Trying look, to give it up
0: We were say, uh, And yes That 100% that's the,
1: that's, that's the moral fiber And conscience That you judge them on Exactly. You but, really got a conscience?
0: But it, give up the
1: right rest. There's, There's two hands. Most definitely. No. Um, that's the, that's, the, that, the, that's what I got out of this. That we have to know how to choose the people we come into coalitions with. We have to have a standard amongst ourselves and a standard of measurement in which we measure people by. And if you can't come up in there and acquiesce, as I said, I believe the ultimate one is reparations. If you can't even acquiesce to reparations based on the standard that we set for reparations, we can't even get to self-determination. We ain't even going to get there. We're not even going to have that conversation at all. You know, we're not even going. And, and I know the I know I can't make a coalition with you at all. You know, now, say, for instance, it may be something like, uh, you know, we deal with prison reform, you know, groups and stuff like that. But even in that, that, that can have its limits and you may have to set standards in that. Because mm-hmm. you make we we believe in the total liberation of all political prisoners and prisoners of war.
0: But those standards that should be set cannot be set by us until we find that security, we organize mm-hmm. and develop that security and that unity within. Mm-hmm you know and that level of protection those institutions you know what I'm saying the, and also the 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 institutions that will protect our community yeah. you know what I'm saying physically yeah. even you know what I'm yeah. saying Yeah, uh, from you know the violence of this society you know but with that being said bruh I, we covered this I think we killed this episode bruh I mean h- uh, how you want to send it off man um, I just say, you know, just like I say just to round it off, you know, we gotta be wise of the coalitions we
1: make. We need to make sure that if 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 uh if we are going into coalition with people, you know, that they support what we do and what we stand for. Mm. And they and if they don't, you know, we have a measurement to measure them by.
0: And remember that the heart of our movement is to free our political prisoners. And uh, there is no environment and no moment we'll be able to free them without a greater sense of self-determination where, you know, we can mandate the type of relationship that, you know, our community has with this white capitalist patriarchal power structure. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, until we develop more unity, you know, and can stand up for ourselves, we will always have our future and our present dictated by uh this oppressor. You know what yes, I'm saying? Most definitely. And uh, you know, that that time is coming to an end. That mm-hmm. time is coming to an end. Black yep. August reminds us where we at and where we going. And so. we making challenges too, so you know. We 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 make we challenging the system. That's a good thing. Um
1: I'm seeing it people coming into that all over. And like I say, That's the wisdom of it Now we coming into this time We seeing more white people at protests Than that's out there For us And then So it makes me say At first I was thinking Like well shoot well, maybe, well, That means we ain't organizing But then it's like Well no it's the same protest In the same city And it's a bunch of black people Out there Why they ain't at this one And why they ain't get the coverage At the one where All the white folks get You know But yeah. we go out here And we make these coalitions And you, you can let your movement Be taken over mm-hmm. By those You know Same liberals, and enemies of our movement. Mm -hmm. So be watchful, y'all. That's all
3: I can say to you.
1: We watch. Be watchful. Peace. Free the land. Peace. Free the land.